Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. What, what, what is up heart hustlers? Welcome to another episode of the heart, soul and hustle podcast. Now this is episode number 152 and I am talking to one of my clients, Marisa, who's going to come on and tell you a little bit about her experience of working with us, what she's realized about investing in herself and some other really incredible things. So if you are ready to learn from someone who's learned from me, (laughs) then this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. All right, you guys, I am really pumped for this week's episode because I have a client of mine, Marisa, coming on the show. Now, Marisa is in our group coaching program, The Incubator. She's also gone through some of our courses, our low ticket offers, our weekend workshops. Marisa is like an A player in her space. She has really established a name for herself, a brand for herself. And she's done some really incredible things in the last year. And I'm really excited to bring her on the show because a lot of the times I talk about what I've done, how I've launched this course, or I've created this funnel, or how I've sold a certain amount. And while that's cool and fun, and I do like to talk about being really transparent with our business, I also really wanted to bring in another voice to talk to you about what they've done with their business using some of the methodologies that we teach. So I won't ramble on for too much longer, but I just wanted to let you know that Marisa is absolutely incredible. I am so excited to have her on the show. And with that being said, Marisa, welcome to the podcast. Zach, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here and excited to chat with you today. 
and inspire some listeners, encourage some listeners in the learning online service space, marketing, all the things that I now love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I say selling? I love selling also. Thank you, Zach. <sighs> yes. Marisa, obviously I know a ton about your business from working together, but for those who may not have heard of you before, tell us a little bit about your business and what you do. I am an artist, primarily a painter and an illustrator. I've also created fabric design, so worked in surface design as well. And I always have had a passion for sharing what I figure out with others, basically. And because no one anointed me an artist, I am self-taught. I had this passion to pursue work I love. And I kept challenging myself and saying, well, if I could really do what I love, what would that be? And I realized in asking myself that question that it was buried. This passion of becoming an artist and growing up at a time where that just wasn't, no one said, I'm going to be an artist and make a lot of money. Those two things never went together. And so I ended up majoring in advertising, which worked out really well because it helped the entrepreneurial brain in me that at the time I didn't know I had. So the short version of the story is I just decided to go all in and pursue something that I didn't know how it would turn out, but I knew I had to try or I would really live with regret over that one. And that coincided with being on the online space. This was in about 2006. That's great. Now, what I'd love to go a little deeper on is you started back in 2006. And before we dove into the interview, we talked a little bit about what we were going to cover. And one of the things that you said that really stuck out to me is you were successful with your art career relatively early on because the internet was not that you didn't put the work in, but the internet was different, Mm -hmm. right? And I know we've talked about this before, but can you talk to me a little bit about kind of the evolution of your business from artist to educator and talk to us a little bit about the education side of your business, which full transparency for those listening, I I don't think I've helped Marisa sell more art. I've helped her help more artists. And I just would love to hear a little bit about that side of the business and the evolution that you've seen going from developing your skill to selling that skill to teaching that sales skill almost to where you are now. Absolutely, Zach. And We'll come back around to it, but I think you have helped me sell more art (laughs) as well. (laughs) Because what we will come to learn from my story is that pursuing your passion and in different areas, they're not mutually exclusive. Like they are beautifully intertwined. And it was my art brain that had to really grow into a love of marketing and selling and The way that I came to the service side of my business, as I was sharing, I always had this desire to encourage people to pursue their dreams, really. I I don't know exactly where that came from, but if you get an earshot of me, I want to know what you love and I want to know how I can help you get to more of that in your life. And so when I came into the online space, I was looking for work on Craigslist and I saw a post for a company that was starting to host podcasts. And I had this, like one of those spark moments of, oh my goodness, that would be amazing if I could work with this company and I could share my story of becoming an artist. And that desire so early on to just take people on the journey with me is what I 
realized a few years later was actually a desire to teach and to help and support. I just thought, oh, I'm I'm taking people on the journey with me. But then the response from my then early podcast that at the time nobody, no one knew what those were. Imagine that. I can hardly remember <laughs> the day. And the reason I then started a blog was really to complement the podcast, right? Now we create podcasts to complement all of our other quote unquote content. But I thought, okay, fine, I'll start this blog. And the response I got from what I was sharing and how many people were inspired to pursue their passions. And at that time, whether that was just owning their own creativity, because I really truly believe everyone is creative. We all have that capacity inside of us in all areas of our life. Of course, creativity is also just problem solving on so many levels. That passion to pursue creativity, people were really reflecting that back to me. And then because I grew my audience, I grew a business and I grew to have collectors, some of whom have been with me this entire time. And it all started to, similar to what I was just sharing, it started to connect this intertwining of sharing my passion, sharing what I figured out, people wanting to not only learn what I had figured out, but then wanting to stay connected to me through my art, which then is also always this reflection of of you stepping into more of what you love in life. And it just grew into a very inspiring community. And then the 2008 recession hit and my entrepreneurial brain said, people keep asking me how I've managed to sell online. And to your point, it was a very different time. There was a lot I was able to do organically that may be not quite so easy today. When I was starting to sell online before I knew about Etsy, but then someone encouraged me to jump on Etsy and people found me. I didn't have to do anything for that other than I take that back. I had created good work. I had built an audience. I was connected to bloggers who kindly shared the work I was creating. So there was a lot of behind the scenes that kind of helped me make a mark for myself early on. But when 2008 hit, I really felt that in my business that I had just started to have it come together. I just was starting to make a living with the work I was creating And so I thought, well, I have this love of sharing. I know how to podcast. I know how to keep a blog. And why don't I just turn this into a little mini course and invite people to come and learn for me for six weeks? And so I launched, I technically now what we would call, right, launched my first course in 2008. That's awesome. Awesome. And so now you've been online for years. And and one of the things that gets me really excited is when people make these massive leaps in their business, for lack of a better way to put it. And we were talking about how I'd love to get your perspective that you were doing a lot of organic. And then within the last few years, obviously things have changed about organic reach and how you reach people organically. And so I know when we started working together, you really started integrating paid advertising into your marketing. So can you talk to us about some of the results that you've seen in your business as a result of pivoting I don't want to say away from organic because I actually think you're really strong at organic marketing, but pivoting into a advertising heavy business. 
Yes. And would it be okay if I just share how it went after that launch? Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) And where I went and how I came to this understanding of A, investing in myself and being willing to also invest in, in my marketing. So yes, I was so accustomed to organic marketing and I had an email list before everyone told you you needed one because that's all we had. We just only had an email list. <laughs> and so I I unknowingly did this launch for $97 and I think I had 83 people the first time in my course. And I just thought, oh my goodness, this is incredible. And we had so much fun and I ran a couple sessions of it, but I started to see that my reach was dropping. And what happened because I I did all this myself, I was this bootstrapper, I knew everything because I was an online pioneer who was going to teach me anything. I never learned from anyone. So I just kept trying to figure it out, kept trying to figure it out. And in hindsight, what I realized was I wasn't reaching new people. And I had reached a certain level of being able to do that organically and also on my own as a solopreneur, doing all the things, not getting a team. These are all things I can see many years later. But sadly, what happened is that I started to interpret that as I wasn't doing a good job, as I wasn't measuring up. Suddenly, more people were coming into the online space and I thought, "Mm, they're better at this or they have bigger audiences. They should do the teaching. What can I really contribute? And because my reach is dropping, I must be failing somehow. These are like Mm. such sad things that can happen to us on this journey. And I don't want that happening for anyone listening because now I know all I needed to do was reach out and get support from the right mentors. And I say that because that's really important to me and why I'm especially honored and happy to be here supporting Zach. Find people that are experts at what you're not to help guide you. And what I realized in the short version, my business has more than tripled just this past year. I started to leverage paid advertising based upon, thank you, Zach, I appreciate that. Based upon all the work I had done in terms of my organic, I was pretty clear in my messaging, had a little bit of an audience and was able to leverage that in ways where I thought, oh my goodness, it's not that it's not that my work isn't good enough or that my message isn't powerful enough for reaching the right people. It's just that it's not reaching people anymore. And because I'm trying to do all the things, I can't organically be in all the places, not as a solopreneur. So it was really this opportunity for me to invest in getting mentoring, coaching support from Zach, and also coupled with the Facebook ads knowledge and the launching knowledge and being able to grow my business to a place where now I can bring in support to come back to also amplifying the organic and then layering in very targeted paid on top of that. So it's been a journey, Um, not always comfortable. We all know that as entrepreneurs. And I wish I could have sped up that time in between thinking I was failing somewhere and realizing I just needed to get better guidance and support and reach more of the right people. But it was really the pain point of those business challenges because it was happening with my art as well. 
that led me to teaching. It led me back because I stopped. I thought I wasn't, maybe I wasn't cut out for it. And I stopped. And when I came back, it was with this very strong passion to support artists in not making those same mistakes and not shying away from, right? We said this in one of our podcasts that you were on with me, Zach, marketing and selling, like really coming (laughs) to a place of those terms now are equivalent to creativity for me, creative practice. There's a marketing practice. There's a sales practice. And they are, in my mind, they are artfully connected to my creative practice. I love that. And so one of the things that I'd love to hear from you is as you started to come to this realization that not only is organic reach just harder and that some of the bigger players in this space are using advertising or marketing strategically to grow their audience and that you weren't really doing anything wrong. It was just changing. When did you introduce paid marketing into your business? And can you share with us some of the results that you've seen for your business as a result of some of this advertising work? Yes. So I specifically started paid advertising in 2020, right before the pandemic. <laughs> when none yep. of us will forget that particular moment. And the reason I know this is because I had started with this time-lapse ad that said, as a little illustration, my big mistake in 2019. So I'll never forget the date that I started. And I had gotten a little bit of freelance support from someone who just helped me, just at least puts an ad that was beyond a a boost post up. And so when I came to you, started working with you, I had this tiny bit of traction from something that was, I knew it could have the potential to convert, but we didn't know for sure. And I wasn't applying it directly to some of the launches that I now am starting to refine and repeat and grow stronger in. So really just within one year, and I'm getting better at this, I don't have all my numbers in front of me, but I would say that, and that technically is only six months. So now we're officially one year in at the time of this recording. So I've done paid advertising for a year and a half, worked with you for the past year, and I have grown my list probably by about, and this is with a budget, right, Zach? I'm not just... (laughs) Yeah, I'm still being conservative, which I do appreciate that you're really great at supporting your clients within their comfort zone. And I have grown by, I think I've grown by almost 6,000 people on my list. And my first quarter in business, which included my art sales. And the reason that I also say that all of this work I've done with Zach and in this online space and growing has led to more art sales is because my marketing and sales game has become stronger Mm. and thereby my confidence has also become stronger. And I know I can speak to your audience as well in terms of the power of the internal work and just the mindset with which you approach your business and your clients. And in my case, my collectors And all of that subtle but very focused shift led to my best quarter in business in how many years have I? (laughs) I'm like 2006, 15 years of business. 
So it's just been an incredible combination of learning and growing and putting a lot of your launch practices into place, having the amplification of the ads to the right audience with a very clear plan, like Zach really breaks it down for you. And just having the results that I've spent many years struggling for, it's been amazing to me. I'm still like, oh my goodness, this is it. Been, it's been worth everything I've put in to get here, but it's just gone really fast now that I have all of these strategies and campaigns and everything in place. Now we just get to build upon a foundation. I love this. And one of the things that, you know, I've observed is that you have seen such massive growth from revenue to email list because you play full out. And that's one of the things that I would love to hear from you a little bit, because I know that you have a personality where you just go all in and that's worked really well. But I also know just from having worked with you and that you do the inner work and that you do the mindset work. What would you say for people who are like, this all sounds great, but I'm not ready to invest in advertising or I'm not ready to invest in a course. Or maybe we should reframe that to be like, when did you know you were ready? Because when we first started working together, I remember vaguely, (laughs) I don't remember the exact conversation, but I remember that the group coaching program wasn't like a, a low ticket investment for you. It was a little bit of a stretch. And how did you know you were ready for coaching? How did you know you were ready for paid advertising. Where is this line between buying something and investing in yourself? Wow. Such a good question, Zach. I will work on keeping it brief because there's so much I could say on this one. I First, there's just the simple fact of, I remember one of our friends in group coaching, Imogen, said this to me, when it gets painful enough, you're going to make a new decision. You will. You'll either quit, which we don't want anyone quitting if this is where your heart is calling you to. You you got to know to stick with it. So it was painful. The decisions I had made in my business about bootstrapping, which is great to get you going. I, I still am and honor like a frugal quote unquote business owner, but it reaches a point where you're just causing yourself a lot of unnecessary struggle and stress. And the truth is that I am digging myself out of that and that's not comfortable. So if through this conversation, we can encourage you to not even have to get to that pain point, begin thinking ahead of where you want to be and really imagine there's a lot of the conversation happening about really becoming the person you think that doing all these things is going to get you to, right? When you have this much money or you have a team or you have a successful launch, you will be this person. Well, begin being this person now. I really heard that for the first time and began adopting it because I realized that my scrappy, I take action, I do all the things but I was expending energy and coming really close to burnout and really close to burnout in my bank account. I had started my business with debt, not 
recommend it. It just worked out that way where I ran out of savings and I was in a place in my life in my 30s and I didn't have a ton of responsibility. I'm like, I must see this through. I must. (laughs) And so I very intelligently leveraged my credit and I was able to still purchase a home in LA, which I'm super proud of. I made it back to that, but I'm actually still looking to become debt-free in my greater vision of my goals. But I had built this struggle mindset and I had done all these things and I would get a little bit further and then I would fall backwards. It was like I wasn't really having any breakthroughs. And in hindsight, I can say to answer your question, if you feel, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about working with Zach or any number of mentors in the space, any support in different areas of expertise, you're ready for it. I'm just going to tell you that you're ready for it and that your fear or your second guessing of that is something to be paid attention to as a sign of being ready for it. And this is just a recent, a recent summation I've come to, if you will, of for me, I now know that if I'm really excited about something, but I also feel simultaneously a little bit sick to my stomach about the decision, especially if it's financial, I have now learned that means I must do it. And I went through a period of time where I stretched in a lot of ways just in the past 24 months. And I can honestly say that I am so thankful that I've done that. I just spoke about purchasing a house, which for some reason we purchase property, we just automatically see it as an investment, especially here in California. Yeah. So I don't second guess it, but coming, there is some mind work to be done about the value of investing in you. There was a shift that I made along the way where I said to myself, if I don't make this investment that I know will help me. And let me circle back to that too, specifically with you, Zach. And I will come, I'll finish that thought. And then I want to come back to why it's a no-brainer to work with you. But (laughs) if I'm sitting before an opportunity and I know that on the other side of this opportunity, this person, I know, I trust that they're going to help me get to where I want to go. And it's just financial between me and that decision, then in essence, I'm saying that I'm not willing to bet on myself. I'm not believing in my abilities to achieve that goal, especially with the support of the person that I'm investing in. Then I've really got to look at why don't I believe in myself? And like I said, if we use the metaphor of a home, no question, I'll put everything into my home because we've shown that will give a return on investment most of the time. And if I don't have that same attitude about me and what I expect to accomplish with my art, with my business and my ability to serve and support the artists I'm wanting to help with similar growth, then I don't know that I really should be pursuing this path. So when I got clear on, yes, I will pursue this path. This is what I want. And I know this person can help me because I trust them. Then it becomes, it's a no brainer. And the reason I wanted to circle back to you on this story is I, I was one of those people who was like a lurker in your audience. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. we're talking to someone right now. And I had 
come to know you and watched, I don't know, countless live streams when you were on Periscope back in the day, which I was obsessed with. People are now about Clubhouse to some capacity or TikTok. And I had these experiences, listening to your podcast, following the work that you were doing, and even having the opportunity to briefly meet you at the first Periscope conference in New York. And so when you came into this opportunity to work with you, came into my life at just the right time. And I had grown mentally to receive the opportunity, see it and go forward with it. It was one of those moments where I just thought, yes, you know what you need. You need the help. You don't have to do that dialogue with yourself anymore and just go for it. And Zach, that was not brief at all. I That's okay. feel that brevity. <laughs> no, I, I love that. And I think that it's really cl- like the big thing is from a marketing perspective, we tell people you always have to overcome three objections, value or price, belief in you as a teacher and belief in themselves okay. as a student. And I think that's just so important. And one of the things that you said that I really, really resonated with is when you take that risk. It's on yourself because generally, at least for us, like I've been doing this for two weeks. I've been doing this for six years in terms of the marketing side of things. And I've been doing online marketing for even longer. Yeah. But I've been in the online marketing education space for six years. And what I teach has worked. You've seen results with our challenge launch program. You've seen results with our Facebook ads training. You've seen results with our coaching program. And the only difference between the content that we give to other people in the content that we've given to you is yes, some degree of access through the coaching program, but the information is the same. And people are out there crushing it with this information. We've had people 3X their webinar conversions. We've had people have their first 10, 20, $30,000 launch. And I don't share all that to be like, oh my gosh, look at how great Heart, Soul and Hustle is. It's to say that, look how great the people who just take action are. And you're such a great example of that because you do take action. You do dive in. You do run with what's working. And as we, I want to start to wrap up because we've covered so much. I just want to recap a couple of things. The The first thing is that when you acknowledge the fact that things are changing and evolving and seek out education like Marisa has done, that helps grow your business. And she had her biggest quarter ever. She added 6,000 people to her email list as a result of our teachings and her experience and her taking action. And then we really talked about the power of investing in yourself and understanding that an investment in yourself can be a risk, but it's a risk. You're, You're not betting on black, you're betting on yourself. And so Marisa, for anybody listening to this, who's like, this is all really great information, but what do I do next? What is like some piece of advice or action item that people could take in the next few days to really start to get traction in their business? I think, I'm thinking, because you were, which I really appreciate you saying that I go all in because there's still a part of me that thinks sometimes I'm not going all the way in. So I appreciate that, which is, is what I want to invite someone to do first is The areas where you're feeling hesitant, whether that's getting support to help you get to that next step or it's embracing 
embracing who you are, the gifts you have to share and bringing that into your marketing and bringing that into the ideas you have to help and support and serve others. Or if you already have a program going, my one bit of guidance today would just be to go a little deeper on any one of those areas. Meaning if you want to put this post out or you want to put this podcast out or you want to work with Zach and get all the support, which as he says, what he teaches, it does, it works. (laughs) It works (laughs) on all those areas. I'm being shy with numbers, but one of my launches was a $16,000 launch and I, I had never reached that level before. And so I'm super appreciative. That was just one of the launches of the four or five I've done this year so far. You go a little deeper, just do a little bit more, not in terms of exhausting yourself or burning yourself out. But I think we can all be honest with ourselves where we are being hesitant or maybe letting, I know we've, this word is everywhere, but we might as well just talk about it. The imposter syndrome or the self-doubt Wherever you feel that you're holding yourself back, if you are truly invested in you, which I'm here to tell you, you deserve to be fully invested in you. You can do this if you want to, especially with support of Zach. Then knowing that, then just take that next step, go a little bit further than you have before, because I come up against that still. And I say to myself, Marisa, now you've proven to yourself that you can do this, that you can market, that you love selling, that you love serving your people, that you can grow. What's holding you back? Keep going and just take that next step. Just take that next step. That's so great. And just to really put a bow on that, not that you didn't do a great job. Fantastic. (laughs) Just to put a bow on that, what, what Marisa is saying is I was listening to another friend of mine today talking about like the fear of doing it. And that's what you have to do. You have to not just like ignore the fear or just push through the fear, but there's that old quote. I can never remember who it's from, but it's courage is is not the absence of fear. It's the presence of fear and doing it anyway. And I think that the biggest thing that I take away from what you're saying, Marisa, is it's okay to operate in uncertainty or feel like it's a gamble on yourself or a bet on yourself because we all go through that. We're When you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to it the week it came out, we're in the process of launching. And when you launch, you put money into ads and you put time into emails and you put all this energy and effort into your marketing. And it's like, you don't really know how it's going to pan out until after it pans out. And we've added, I want to say maybe uh, at the time of recording this, we got about a thousand people registered for our webinar, but that fear of, oh my gosh, how's the webinar going to go? Or what if we spend all that money on ads and it doesn't work? Or that doesn't go away. You just get better Mm -hmm. at managing it. And what Marisa is saying is that from my perspective is take those risks anyway, just dive in, whether that be the ads, the course you're looking at, the coaching program, even if it's not from us, you take that risk and see what happens because that is the only way to really continue forward momentum is to essentially bet on yourself and take some risks. Yeah, there's... I keep thinking as you're saying, the only way to there, whatever that is for you, is through. There's no way that you don't learn and you don't actually grow unless you put what you're learning into practice, unless you take these chances. And I do emphasize this with Zach because I think it's a really wonderful quality you have. 
We're not talking about running to Vegas and just throwing it all out the window. It's very like what you teach and your approach is very thoughtfully crafted. There's data behind what you teach and you're really guiding your students to best practices and decisions that they can build upon and are sustainable and are not going to put them in a place of that kind of risk that sometimes we get confused when we say risk that we're just throwing it all in. It's there's a science to this. And that was something I didn't realize because I hadn't taken that time to seek knowledge outside of what I already thought I knew for myself. So thank yeah. goodness I turned that around. And thank goodness that I stumbled a- across you on Periscope. My goodness, I'm forever thankful. So I appreciate you, Zach. Thank you, Marisa. I really appreciate that. As we put the finishing touches on this episode, any final words or thoughts that you'd like to share with everyone listening? How long do you have? No, (laughs) (laughs) my final thought top of mind is just get the support that you need and, Mm. and it's not one and done, right? Continue to do so wherever you need it. Do so with the right mentors whom you trust. Do so with growing support in your team. And you were talking about launching. I'm I'm doing the same. And you're investing in your team as well through this process and just how amazing it is to start to get help that way and get support for your mindset and just don't do it alone. We're all here for you. And we want to see you win. We want to see you thrive. It's such an incredible time where the opportunities are amazing. And they are not to be navigated alone. They are meant to be navigated with your people who understand you and the work that you do and can champion you and and guide you and help you grow. Awesome. I love that. Marisa, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We super appreciate it. I know my audience is going to love hearing from you. And for those of you that want a full transcript of the episode, you can head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 152. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 152. And if you're listening to this in early June, when we release it, um, and you are like, okay, so we talked really high level about launching and this launch process. What the heck is this launch process? Um, you can head over to 60daylaunchplan.com. That's 60daylaunchplan.com. And we have a free workshop coming up where we're going to walk you through some of the strategies that we worked on with Marisa with how to launch the course and put it out there and run the ads and get the content and how she's been able to scale and have these big quarters and massive list growth. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, 60daylaunchplan.com, we would love to have you. Marisa, once again, thank you so much for being here. We super appreciate it. I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your week, month, year, and we will catch you next time on the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Thank you, Zach. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com.